Hello everybody and welcome to the latest episode of Totem Talks. I'm Mark Smith. And I'm Helen Fruin. Excellent. Great segue. Thank you very much. <laughs> Slight pause. Slight pause. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, we'll get better. Uh, today we are talking about something quite important. It's Mental Health Awareness Week, which is an important week for me and I know it's an important week for you. So mm. um, you spend a lot of time talking to our clients about mental health issues which is surprising in a way but mm. not when you think about it so yeah what are those conversations all about uh so i guess as you say it's surprising in a way because we don't bill ourselves as mental health experts but being a psychology firm naturally and also the fact that we deal with management leadership mental health is a huge part of management and leadership and if we're running personal effectiveness workshops mental health is a huge part of that so it might seem surprising because we're not billing ourselves as mental health come to us for mental health workshops but it's a natural part of everything we do and then as you say it's not that surprising because mental health is it's just underlying everything and and this statistic that's out there saying one in three of us is likely to be affected by mental health at some point in our lives i think that's a drastic underestimation i think it's probably all of us at some point in our lives or at least one in two uh, from my experience so uh in terms of how those conversations go there's two things that are really standing out for me at the moment one is about i guess the well it's mental health awareness week and the theme is kindness for, the, for this year. And one of the things I keep hearing people say is, oh, if you're going to be kind to other people, we need to be kind to ourselves first. And I spoke to a friend last night who I think summed it up perfectly when she said, yes, I tell that to everyone else <laughs> and I don't do it myself. So how do we really be kind to ourselves? Uh, and the other thing that's standing out for me at the moment is about vulnerability in that people are being encouraged, particularly as leaders, to be vulnerable and to be open about their anxieties, aspirations, fears, failures, all of it. Does that mean I'm supposed to go to my team and say, hi team, I've got to be honest with you, I'm not quite sure what to do right now. And also just so you know, I'm suffering with a bit of depression. I wouldn't suggest going to your team and saying that. Um, so that's some of the stuff coming up for me. I guess when I talk about vulnerability, I'm interested in your perspective on this because you have been very open with a lot of people about your own experiences with mental health. And I guess there's probably something for you to share about what that experience has been, but also your views on, does that mean everybody should share and how do they share? Hmm. Yeah. So for everybody listening, uh, I've struggled with um, depression in one form or another, maybe two or three different types, uh, addiction issues with food and alcohol in particular. Um, and I've had my midlife crisis now, which was also an interesting time for me to go through. And Do you feel like the midlife crisis is finished? I feel like the the peak. I've 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 coming down the, the yeah, other side. I've flattened the peak basically. <laughs> I've 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 overcome the the worst of it, and I'm still married. So well done, everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and, and that's not to say that I have had severe mental health issues. That is not the case, right? And I think your point earlier about one in three of us suffer a mental health issue. I actually think that's that's gobbledygook. I think. All of us have a mental health. Mm. And to try and say that some people are going to get all the way through life without a right. single thing, it's, it's ridiculous. It's like saying some people will get through all of life without seeing a doctor. Right. It's so just, physical health, it, mental health, they're the same much thing. more similar. And I right. think for me, Mental Health Week in particular, 
and the prevalence that mental health is now taking thanks to you know prince harry and, and people like oh, that they've been amazing yeah, absolutely i think the, the the subtle and um actually the the most important change that we have made or are starting to make as a society is to compare mental health with physical health uh, but it's 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 turning the conversation from something that was previously an embarrassment into something that's less so right it's something that's it's nicely comparable and when you think about your physical health you don't you, you're neither ill nor well there's a sliding scale of, of in between and i think right. the same is true with mental health definitely and the more that we can talk about those days where we're not feeling terribly well mentally the fewer days i think we'll have in the future where we just have the moment where we have a complete breakdown and we end up throwing teddies and prams and, and actually possibly <laughs> even needing clinical care right um a bit like the same way that if you're physically if you've got a if you've got a, a growth on your skin or, or something like that you know you're not going to wait until it's turned into full-on cancer before you go and get it treated so i think this preventative stuff that we're doing with mental health awareness week is is fabulous and I, it's helped me and I think in the conversations I'm having with particularly other men mm-hmm. it's 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 demanding the conversation <laughs> and I think that's that's really helpful for the space that I'm working in definitely and I'm really conscious because I'd like to explore that more I'm really conscious of the kind of political correctness here and using terms like manliness and demanning uh, mental health um there's, there's issues with that around political correctness and that some people yeah. may not associate with those terms. So I just want to flag that we're aware of that. However, there are still plenty of men who associate with the terms, you know, I want to be seen as a strong man. Yeah. I want to be seen as manly. And how can I be manly and strong and talk about my mental health? Yeah, it, it, it's a real challenge. And I think uh, outside of the PC stuff, um, I am a white middle class man. I live right. in a white middle class neighborhood. I'm surrounded by white middle class men and I, I work with those men. So for me at the moment in particular, um, I'm working with within that toxic masculinity kind of sphere okay. of influence and, and men not being able to recognize that vulnerability is in itself a form of strength. You know, Closing the doors and battening down the hatches is, is a traditional form of strength for a man. But actually being able to talk about some of the issues that you're having is it they're they're afraid Mm. they're afraid of the consequences for themselves they're afraid of the consequences for their family and confronting fear for me is actually courage that's actually showing strength so to see men being able to do that in a safe environment where i'm not definitely not going to judge them because i've got my own issues but to to give them that space to do that that's powerful for them yeah and i'm something i'm really quite passionate about and actually it's only as you've started describing that that i've realized because i i often say how proud i am of prince harry and prince william for the fact that they've talked about mental health and they've really raised the profile of having these discussions in the public eye and the archbishop of canterbury justin welby has recently also gone into the press and said i'm suffering with anxiety those are all white men yeah and so yeah, there is something about in that. I'm also just wondering, having talked about political correctness, which is is actually the completely wrong phrase to say. In this world, in our society, talking about being manly or being feminine, th- those 
classifications just don't really work anymore. But clearly in in some individuals, they still have a lot of meaning. Mm. And so what does it mean to say, I'm a white middle-class man and I have these issues when you're operating in a society that kind of says, well, if you're a white middle-class man, you're so privileged, you shouldn't have any issues, shut up. <laughs> there is there is that there is that vibe running through a lot of the conversations. I, I, I think the danger with this conversation and the danger with any conversation like this is that we start to generalize mm. and we start to generalize groups of people no matter you know what color or creed they are actually as someone experiencing mental health i'm an individual right and the person sat in front of me is an individual and right. the only place that this conversation truly matters is when you are stood alongside somebody and they're having a breakdown for them, what does sexuality mean to them? Right. What does manliness mean to them? And we can all jump on Twitter and start bashing people and saying right. all kinds of evil things. But ultimately, if you've not got the minerals to stand next to somebody in their moment of pain, you don't have a voice. And I'm not going to. I'm not even going to entertain your voice. So if you do have comments on this, please put them in the comment section below, <laughs> and I'll completely <laughs> ignore them because it's it's in, it's in those one-to-one environments and it's in those workshop environments where you are exposing yourself to potentially um, revealing things about yourself that you're uncomfortable with that might embarrass right. you, that might reveal things about your relationship with your wife or your family or your parents that that may discredit you in some ways. Mm. It's in those moments that these questions become relevant and to fully understand an individual and to help them address their issues, uh, that's the place you need to get to. So whilst I, I am aware obviously of the PC issues um, and being inclusive, I can't, in, an, in a one-to-one environment, I just can't, I can't pay them any, any notice. Well, and I think what's, really funny as a kind of paradox is when you're saying you can't pay that inclusiveness any notice what you're describing is absolutely inclusive best practice yeah but it, which is you're yeah. an individual human being i want to listen to you and i want to understand what these terms and what these issues mean to you that is true inclusiveness not treating someone according to as you say their color or creed or whatever it might be yeah. so actually by maybe turning the political correctness on its head a little bit and saying how do i really connect with a human being Mm. that's the best we can do yeah but that obviously doesn't work well on twitter right it doesn't work well in a 280 character soundbite so right it, yeah so it, it's it doesn't work well in a tribunal quite often no. either um it doesn't work well on a job interview so yeah we you know there is a there is a natural tension within all of it yeah and i feel really nervous talking about it now yeah i feel really nervous you know i've said political correctness i'm like oh people might think i'm you know oh political correctness why do i have to say manly or not manly so every phrase i use i'm really worried about people misinterpreting my intentions or thinking that i'm belittling something that i fundamentally believe is critical to our society which is this inclusiveness point and I think everything you've just said about really listening and being alongside someone, and if they want to talk about feeling feminine or feeling masculine or feeling transgender or feeling like a strong white male, that's their right to talk about feeling those things in those labels that mean something to them. Yeah. And how do we just listen and understand where they're coming from? Yeah. I think what's really exciting about what you're saying here is that 
men mental health in men is one of our biggest challenges as a as a society because there is you know a lot of boys have grown up being told you know don't be a wuss don't cry big boys don't cry and so to challenge that and to encourage men to be more open about mental health and challenges is is really fantastic mm. uh, and just as a theory i do think the word open is is actually quite unhelpful for the men that I'm working with. Right. Um, I have a man cave and I like to go deep into my man cave whenever I face an issue and I like to sit there. And this is a mental space most men have. And to say, the word, to use the word open means that you, you're saying, what, do I have to open the doors to my man cave? No. Right. Um, so yeah, there's a whole language piece here um, and it's, I mean, it's, it's really quite interesting. But I think where where I am finding traction, and this is why the the theme of Mental Health Week this week is is kindness. And for me, being kind to a man is actually quite easy. It, I think, if I was to describe, if I was to to to, to suggest to some of my clients that actually you just need to be kind to people, they would actually see that as a, a little bit effeminate. But there are ways for a man to be kind. And I'm really, really playful with this at the moment. And one of the things I did was I just sent somebody a birthday message. Um, I don't usually do that. I'm terrible with birthdays, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, I sent this chap a birthday text. Just, you know, happy birthday, mate. How's it going? And he was really choked up. Right. Really choked up that I'd remembered his birthday. Right. And because of the relationship that we have, he was able to tell me he was choked right. And it's just, it's those little movements of emotion that I think we just need to be playing with. So I think kindness is is fundamental to, to good mental health everywhere um, because it's good. It's, right. it's good. It's like eating salad. But when you eat a salad, then you go, <laughs> wow, that was an amazing salad. <laughs> As opposed to, oh, I'd rather have a McDonald's. <laughs> Um, and this yeah. salad has made my physical health better. Now we're doing yeah. the same for mental health. Yeah. I think it's a really interesting point. I mean, if I go back to what I was saying before about selective vulnerability, you're not going to go to that guy and say, oh, you know, I want to send you a birthday text because I think it's good for my mental health and I think it's good for your mental Like that would kind of maybe reduce the power of what you've done. Mm. It's just an act of kindness. It's really had an impact on him. Mm. That's great. Um Equally, knowing who you're talking about, I imagine the reason it had such an impact is because you've built such trust with him because you've been open with him about your mental health challenges. Yeah. So there's something about, yes, be kind. And building trust comes from that openness. So I'm really interested in how we might use different languages. As you're saying, to say to some people, be open about your mental health challenges is like, what? No, absolutely not. And I'm not suggesting that everybody should be open. Again, it's selective vulnerability. Mm. What do I want to be honest about? Who do I want to be honest about that with? But maybe there's some different language we could use then to make that more accessible for some people. And, and that's that's the the personal responsibility side of mental health. I think it, one of the, the other challenges that I often face is that people ascribe mental health as a permanent disability. Right. And therefore, they can't ever do anything about it. So I right. have had this thing happen to me, and this won't work, that won't work. 
and this is the way I am. Mm. And I am mentally ill. I am mentally ill. Yes, you are mentally ill. That's not a permanent thing, right? Right. Um, well, it doesn't need to be. I guess for be. some people, there are really clinical, strong issues. Uh, and we're going to leave that to we're the We're going to leave that yeah, to the professionals. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. we're talking about here is everyday. Yeah. And like you said earlier about, you know, mental health, everybody has a physical health, everybody has a mental health. And there are some days where we feel low. Yeah. And when, you know, it's just literally, oh, I'm a bit bored or I feel a bit sad today. I wouldn't call that a mental health issue. I'd just no, call that no. a day. Uh, but if we're finding, you know, a week, two weeks of feeling like we're kind of crawling along the bottom and, and not feeling too good, like you say, to start saying, oh, I must have a mental health issue. There's something wrong with me. Actually, I've probably just got into some unhelpful patterns of thinking. And how can I understand those better and do something more positive about them? Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. I'm really uh, quite fascinated that what I thought was going to be a talk about mental health has actually become as much about inclusive inclusiveness, diversity, uh, some of the concerns, the, the nervousness I can see on both of our faces around using terms that you know, political correctness, manliness, feminine, those terms just feel completely inappropriate. Mm. And if you and I are feeling nervous talking about those things, and I would say you and I are quite confident talking about oh, a lot of things yeah, absolutely. imagine how everyone else is feeling sort of tripping over their words um so I, I think it's a great i imagine we're going to talk about this much more uh because it's a very interesting and, and huge wide-reaching topic uh, yeah. so thank you so much for sharing your story and no also problem. like i say really opening out yes i'm a white middle-class man and i have some challenges and i need to be able to talk about those is outstanding so thank you everybody for listening as always uh, click on the follow button or subscribe button depending on what you're looking at uh, and if there's a notification bell as well then you'll find out when our next content is available and we upload these weekly so keep in touch with us have a good day